Welcome everyone, Bezal Hashem. We are learning Brachas Daf Nun Amud Aleph on the bottom. We are actually going to continue really Nun Amud Beis. That is the today's Amud Nun Amud Beis. We start from Nun Amud Aleph on the bottom of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah tells us as follows: Gimul Shochlu Ka'achas. Three people were eating together. If this sounds familiar to you, that's going to be the Gemara's question. So keep that in mind. Three people eating together. Einur Shoyin Lechalik. They cannot divide and break their zimun because three we know. They say in the Var Shachan as we've been learning. So two, four, five, they cannot break the zimun. Okay, because once they break it, they can't have a zimun anymore. However, Vav Nechlokin, Adasara, six can divide, because once you have six, you have groups of three and three, and both groups can make a zimun. Now, Six can break, divide, seven, a group of seven, a group of eight, a group of nine. Okay. But once you get to ten, Adasara, once you get to ten, you can't divide. Well, if you're ten, you can't go to five to five. Why? Because you can't say Elokeinu, you're taking away the Elokeinu. Ten cannot divide until they get to twenty. Because once again, as we learned yesterday in the Mishnah, it's the same Elokeinu that you say with 10, that you say with 20. The bracha doesn't change. Okay, that's what we saw that yesterday. Now, two groups, two groups that were eating the bayis echod in one house. When some of the group can see the others of the group, then they can become one group of a zimun. Okay? So, for example, you have a group of people sitting over here, and the group of people sits literally across the hall in the other room. So, so some of us see some of them. You make a zimun together. Okay? And if they cannot see each other, so they make their own zimun. You cannot make a bracha according to Eliezer on the wine until you first put water into it. Why is that? As we just learned in the Mishpurah here, because you need to know in those days in order to drink the the wine, you had to do dilute it with water. It was too strong. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, just to dilute it. Dilute it to, to be able to drink it, make it drinkable. Mm-hmm. However, Muhammad say, no, you still make a bracha. You still make a bracha even in its raw state. Okay. So why is a question like this? Why is a question? My Kamashwan, what's the Mishnah coming to teach us? Now let's go back to the Mishnah over here. The Mishnah said, Gimul Sha'achlu Ka'achas. Three people that are eating together. You can't break the zimun. Now, didn't we learn that already? Yeah. That's Gemara's kasha. Tani lechad the zimno. We learned already on Daf Mem Hey. Gimul shachol kachas chayav nezamin. They're obligated to make a zimun. So if they're obligated to make a zimun, so obviously they can't break the zimun, right? Hakemashim. I'll listen to the Gemara here. Hakemashim ki yehod the Amar Abov Amishmo. We three different understandings of what the Mishnah is, the chiddush of the Mishnah is. The first is as follows. That Gimel Shiyoshvu Lechol Ka'achas Three people that just sat down to eat together Shiyoshvu Lechol Ka'achas They sat down to eat together 
But they didn't eat yet. They cannot break the zimun. Do you hear what's going on? Three people sit down together at a, at a, at a restaurant. Their intention is to eat together. That already is mechai of them in the zimun. That's what this mission is telling us. Did they get their food yet? Of course not. They just, they're just looking at the menu. That's the chiddush of the Mishnah here. Even, even it's a big chiddush because until now we were learning that you have to eat something. Another way of understanding. Three people that sit down to eat together. Even though each person is eating from his own kikar, his own loaf of bread, they are not permitted to divide it up. Okay, to divide up the zimun. Inami What Rafuna say? What's the case? You have three groups: one, group one, group two, group three. Now, one person from each group. From the first group you have Reuben, second group you have Shimon, and the third group you have Levi. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi leave the first groups, and they come. They form their own new group now. So the group of Reuben, Shimon, Levi. So we're saying it's like this. Rafun is telling us, Gimel Shabom and Gimel Chaburis, Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, who came from group one, group two, and group three, they cannot divide. Okay? And Rav Chiz is qualifying, that's talking about a case where you have three of these Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, they came from already a group of three. Now, what's going on over here? If you take a look at Rashi, Rashi, the last line in the Amr, Rashi is telling us, Va'afilu, you see the last line in Rashi, in the middle of the line, Va'afilu? Va'afilu loy ochlu, elu hashloisho, even if the three didn't eat yet, mishenet starfu yachad, once they combine together, that's when they're obligated, they cannot break up, as a zimun. Because they already finished eating from the, in the first group. Now, let's, let's understand the whole case. What, let's go back to the beginning. You have group one, group two, group three. Reuben, Shimon, and Levi finished eating from group one, group two, and group three. Then they all notice each other. They're at a convention. They're at a chasna. They all go together and sit down together. But they didn't bench by the first one. <coughs> We're saying now it's Ein Roshan Nechalik, they can't break up. Because they're already chayv in the zimun from beforehand. Amar Rav, turning to Amar now. Uloi Amar we only mentioned this case, Elodiloi Akidimu Hanach Ve'azmin Alayi B'duchtayu. Only in the case, as Rashi says, let's take a look at Rashi, top Rashi and left. Chaburoiz Sheparshu Eilu Mi'ahen Ve'azmin Alayu The groups that they broke off from. <coughs> and they made a zimun already. Like this case, for example, he says, let's you have four people in each group. You have four people in each group. So one person, Reuben Shemalevi, they all leave from each of the a group. Okay, so now, what happens is that group one, group two, and group three, they all bench with the zimun. 
And then these other one, two, and three, Reuben, Shemar, Levi, they all left. So that's what we're saying over here that that uh, that's when 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 does this new group when they have to when they cannot break up that's if in the first group they didn't bench yet but if in the first group they already benched that second group already lost the opportunity because they were bound to that first group each one, Ruvain was bound to group one. Shimon was bound to group two. Levi was ground, bound to group three. And when they left and they benched without them, because what did we say? How many people were in that group? There were four people in each, in that, each group. Okay? That, that's what we're saying. That's what Rashi is telling us. Mm-hmm. Right? So, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi... They lost out on the Zimun. So once they were connected to the first three groups, they can't make their own Zimun anymore. Right? That's what, that's what Gemara is telling us over here. Amarava, we know Aminullah. How do you know that once the Zimun is already gone, you lost it and you can't make a new one? So Gemara brings over here from the Tanan we learn in regards to Tumen Tahara in Kalim, Perikit Ches Mishnah Tes. Okay, for those who learn in Kalim, you know this mission. <coughs> you have a bed, Misha says, half it was stolen. Or half was lost. Or brothers or partners divided up the bed. It's, it's tar. If they put it back together, the other half, is it can receive Tumah from now going forward. So Gemara learns, in it can receive its impurity from now when it was re, when it was put together and going forward. but retroactively, loy, it cannot receive its impurity. Alma, you see from here, Kavan de Palgua, once they divided it up, when they we, like the ratio of this mission, once they divided Parichla Tuma Mina. The impurity was gone. It left it. came in the azmin alayu So to over here, once the group left, once Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi left that first group, and they benched already without them. So what are you leaving for? They benched, right? They're at a chas, they're at a convention, and they're about to bench. Oh, I haven't seen Levi in such a long time. He goes up and he goes over to Levi. In the meantime, they're like, listen, that's that's his issue. We're going to bench. Right? We're saying, we're benching now. Oh, I'll be right, be right back. Be right. But some people, you know, they're right back. It's 10 minutes. You know, we're benching now? And it happens to the group one, group two, group three. So they figure, oh, you know what? Let's sit down. Let's bench together. Because we see that they left already. They bench without us. Can't do that. It's part of parach minayu. They already lost that benching. That's Zimun. The Mishnah says, Beis Chaburais. Right, so you had two groups that were eating separately, and you had a shamish going back and forth. Tano, we learned in Yesh Shamish Binayim, Shamish Mitzarfon. That's the Gemara. <coughs> that there's a shamish. Let's say going from this room and to that room back and forth. And sometimes you have this. Like I mentioned, I was at a simcha. 
is the same waiting staff that was for the simcha I was at, as as well as the simcha on the other side of the partition. Okay, <coughs> fine. Right. We said you only make a brach on the wine unless <coughs> you add water first. Wine, until you add the water, you cannot make a bracha. What bracha you make on it then? You make a bracha. And you can also use that wine to wash your hands with it. Because normally we say you should not use wine. It's not appropriate to use wine to wash your hands with. Not talking about the stickiness. We're talking about the fact that it's, it's, wine is davar chashuv. It's an it's important beverage. Who says this is the Rebbe Eliezer? No matter whether or not you put the water in or you don't put the water in, you always make it by your prayer. But you do not wash your hands. You do not wash your hands with this wine. Who the Chaman going like? Who is this like that you can do whatever you want with the food? Like Rabbi Yezer. So Rashi says, it's further down, around 20 lines down in the Gemara, Rashi, Rabbi Yezer, Chof, Reish, Aleph, abbreviation. The Oman, Neutlin, Heimenu, Liyadayim, Velaychaish, Lehaser, Eichlin. So Rabbi Yezer's opinion that you can use wine to wash your hands and he's not concerned with the fact that you're wasting food. Why? Because you're doing something useful with it. Right? Okay. says, that the Chacham agreed to Rebbe Yezer, the Kaisa Bracha, when it comes to a Kaisa Bracha, when it comes to a Kaisa Bracha, that you do not you do not what? Make a bracha on it. Until you first put water in it. My time. What's the reason for this? Because we want to do the mitzvah the best way possible. So how do you do the mitzvah the best way possible? So you're about to make a bracha on the kaisal bracha. Right? Let's say you're benching with wine. So what you should do is you should first make sure the wine is drinkable. Now, now this generation... The only thing you have to do to make it sure it's drinkable is pour it into the cup. You don't put water into the wine. If you do that in this generation, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Right? What is this fit for? What's kuriyaito? So Rashi says, he says a French word, faishun. So anybody took French, you should know what this is. Not really, just kidding. Okay, so the Lazi Rashi says, Perush min mashkil refua. It's a type of beverage for medicinal purposes. And the Rashi says, Beloshan chacham anumis or aluntis. And what he's saying over here is that, that what's it for, what is it good for? It's good for a type of medicinal benefit. So just a, a, a quick question here is that normally we don't make a brach on food, on, on refuah. So why, why, what are we saying here? Rabban al-Mai Chazi, Amr Abizayra, it's Chazi Lakurti. Right? So Rashi says, 
It's good for a, a beverage that you make the bracha on wine. So you make hagofen on it. <coughs> but it's it's like it's like uh, I don't know uh, whatever type of beverage you drink that has a benefit to it. So it could be it's over here. It's actually a beverage, but it has a medicinal benefit. Because since since it's not water, so you have to make a bracha. Well, what bracha are you making? So you make the bracha off a wine. That's what you're saying over here. Oh, very good, very good, very good, very good. So, so you're saying like this. You're saying that on Shabbos, in Shin Chavches, it's the largest simon I believe in Arachayim, which talks about the Hilchos Rafua. So you can't take medicine on Shabbos, but here, if it has a, a it's a drink, so you can make a golfing. Very good. Same way, let's say a person has chapped lips, right? Right. So if you eat the schmaltz, or you right, or you take a, an oily uh, potato kugel, right? And and uh, what's new for your stomach is a different story. Could that be a different issue? <laughs> well, at least for your lips, you take care of. <laughs> okay, Rabbi said, There are four things we said by bread. Number one, You don't take raw meat and put raw meat on bread because you're going to ruin the bread. Number two, you should also not pour or pass water, a beverage, a drink over bread. So sometimes people don't realize, let's say on the Shabbos tale, but even during the week, doesn't matter when. So they're, they're passing, uh, let's say, a pitcher of water over the challah tray. Or someone's pouring for someone else over challah. Shouldn't do that. Because if one spills, and that's a common thing at the Shabbos table, <laughs> right? Okay. So therefore, you're going to now ruin the bread. It's not appropriate to do that. You shouldn't throw bread. You should also not support the plate by putting the bread underneath it. You know, like a prop. Sometimes you want to prop up the plate to make it look nice, you know, for uh, different uh, occasions, right? So you shouldn't use a, a challah roll or bread for that. Once again, all the reasons because of the chashivas of the pass of the bread. <coughs> Amenu Marzutro, funny ancient Gemara. Amenu Marzutro v'Rav Ashi. So you have Amenar, Marzutro, and Rav Ashi. Kol Churifta b'Hadi Adoti. They're all eating bread together. Aisle Kamayu. They brought before them Tamri v'Rimayni. Okay. They brought them dates and pomegranates. Shoko Marzutro. Marzutro took this Tamri v'Rimayni. Pasuk l'Kamayu d'Rav Ashi. Now, what did he do? He threw it to him. Okay? So, so, Pasek Lekame de Ravashi Distana. He actually threw it to him Distana. What's Distana? Ravashi says, a monoshal basam of Ushu. A piece of cooked meat. Okay? Amalei, like Savalamar. Don't you hold the hard, the tiny, that which we learned. Right? Saying, Zarkin is a Eichlin. You're not allowed to throw food. So he answered back. Mazuch said, no. That's talking about bread. This that we say, you're not allowed to throw food, that's talking about bread. That's, that Bryce talking about bread. Uh, about bread, yeah. We learned in Bryce, the same way we don't throw bread. The same way we don't throw bread, you also shouldn't throw food. Even though you're not supposed to throw bread, but you're allowed to throw food. 
Elo, like kasha. It's not a kasha. Why is it not a kasha? Are we, are we, are we are you allowed to throw bread? Are you not allowed to throw food? What's going on here? My answer is, If it's something that's going to get ruined if you throw it, so then you shouldn't throw it. If it's midi deloy mamis, if something that can get ruined if you throw it, you let to throw it. What's an example? Something you let to, that's if you throw it doesn't get ruined. Nuts, pomegranates, you have a hard shell. Something with a hard shell actually says that it has a hard shell. So anyone with a hard shell, we're not concerned that it's going to get uh, ruined, right? Uh, so it could be if you if you have an apple, an apple is, is a very thin peel. So you throw an apple, let's say the person doesn't catch it, and it bounces on the table. So now you bruise it, right? I would not recommend to try with the raw eggs, okay? By bread. I'm sorry? Yeah, I've heard this. I've heard about this right. also. Uh, I don't know where this comes from. Really you see, they're totally not like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard about this also, about throwing bread. Break I was once by a place uh, eating in Shabbos, and the person says to me, he says, after Kiddush, before Kiddush, he says, I'm going to do something that looks strange to you. I have a, a reason why I do this, and I'm going to be throwing the bread to my wife, <laughs> the challah to my wife. Yeah. He, told, he told me a favor. Yeah. Okay? So I said, listen, you're the bottle of us. <laughs> I don't know if you thought, I mean, I tried to catch it and interrupt, I, and, and, uh, intercept it. I don't <laughs> okay, Zach the Motivator. Tanrobana. It looks like you're handing over the bread. Well, so, so, the, so we, we uh, it, it, yeah, we, so we're handing over bread, we learned, we don't put it, the, the bread in the, in, the, in the person's hand, the first piece you cut, because that's the, the meaning like Velos, when Ovel does that, right, a mourner. Well, you put it in front of the person, right? Or you put it on a plate and you pass it, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But here, here they, uh, you know, pass it down. Yeah, yeah. It's like the more value. Turn around, Turn around, I'm shikhin yain bitsinayus if nei chosin if nei kalo. Apparently back then, they used to pour wine in these pipes, a whole type of uh, situation, in front of the chosin and kalo. And they would empty out into a bowl. Not, not that it was going on the ground and get ruined. Okay. And they would throw these parched kernels and nuts. When would they do this? In the summertime. But not in the wintertime. Why in the summertime, not the wintertime? Because back then, those floors, the ground, the ground back then was earth, earthenware. Earth, earth, ground, dirt. And in the, in the summertime, it was dry. But in the wintertime, when it's very common to rain, or depending on where one lives, there's snow as well. So the concern is that the Klois and the Goizim will get ruined. But Gluskois, uh, bread or, 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 or grain products, cookies, things like this, biscuits, they would not throw whether it's the summertime or in the wintertime because they would get ruined hitting the ground. Now this is a very important Gemara of what happens a person forgot and he put food into his mouth, below bracha, without making a bracha. Okay? So, Mara says, three different options. Mara says, you put the food in one side of your mouth, umavarich. First, Mara says, you put the food in the side of your mouth, and you make a bracha. Tanya, we learn a b'risa, chado, tanya, chad, boilon, v'tani idoch, polto. Tanya Chad, the one b'risa we learn says you boil and you swallow it. 
Another type Brisa says you you spit it out. Another Brisa says you put it to the side. Like cash. In other words, which one is it? You spit it out, you put it to the side, or you um, uh, swallow it. This that we said that you drink it, you swallow it. Bimashkin. If a person puts a beverage into his mouth without making the bracha, which is a chiddush here, okay. So what do you do? So we're saying you swallow it. Because what are you going to do with it? You have no place to put it. Okay? What did Tanya Polton? This is what we say, you take it out of your mouth. You remove from your mouth. The midi dolimamis. That's talking about a food that's not going to get ruined. Okay? That's the midi. In other words, you put it aside of your mouth and you make the bracha. That's the midi dimamis. That's with the food that if you take it out of your mouth, it's really disgusting. Mashed potato. Oh boy. I don't know. I was thinking maybe like, let's say you, you have even chicken. You start chewing chicken. And then you, someone's like, wait, I didn't make a brachi yet. So you take out the chicken from your mouth. That's, 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 uh, everybody's making the same face. <laughs> it's abuse, huh? Right? Amuse, most, right. Okay. You know, you take a bite of chicken, you, and then, then you realize, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't make a broccoli. You take it, take it, you took it, you took a bite, you take it out. But you take a bite of a cookie, right? You realize you didn't take a, make a broccoli, so you take it out. What happens if you already started chewing it? So now, if you, so you already started chewing it, now it's small, now it's disgusting. You can take out the glob of, of chewed up food, that's, you know, so that's what we're saying, put it aside. It says more of it. That's an agnus for it. I've had it, Tanya, Misakin, the midday. This is what we say, that's That's what some which is disgusting. Now we're on the top of the Aleph, Omer Aleph. We might have says, It's also something that's, that's uh, not mamis, the loy mamis. You should also move it to one side and make a bracha. In other words, why are we saying that you should take it, better to take it out of your mouth as opposed to just move it to your side, if you can? The reason is, you want to, your, your mouth, when you make a bracha, should be full of Hashem's praise. But if you have something else in your mouth, such as the food, then you can't be giving full praise to Hashem. So in a situation where it's possible to take it out, we want to be able to take it out so you can praise Hashem with a full mouth. Boy, I just want to point something out. Which women who wear jewelry, <coughs> specifically rings, they know the halacha that you should take off the ring before you wash. It's very common. Now listen to the steps over here. For women to take the ring and put the ring in between their mouth by the lips or teeth, and they hold it while they're washing. Now, here's the problem. The problem is like this. Ah, exactly. The problem is, to make the bracha, to put the ring on, on the wet hand, they don't want to do. Right? To make the bracha, you're supposed to first make the bracha and then dry your hand. Right? Which is actually, we're going to see that reasoning in a minute. Okay? Now, 
So what do they do? They have the ring in their mouth. Now, I'm not saying all, all women, but some women, they make the bracha in their, when the ring's in their mouth. You ever see this? Yeah. They're making the bracha while the ring is still in their mouth. And then, after they make their bracha, they dry their hands, then they take the ring, put it on their finger. So that's, that's the problem over here, because we're saying over here, Yimale fihi, fi my mouth, secho. My mouth should be full of your praise. But my mouth is full of your ring. <laughs> so that's a problem. Yeah, don't swallow. Yeah, don't swallow. That's not good either. Bami name Rachizda, Misha Ochal Vishosov Liberich, person who was Ochal, he ate, he drank. Ochal he ate, Vishos he drank, Puloi Beirich, he didn't make a brocha. Maushi Yachsi Varach. What's the story? Should you go back and make a brocha? So Amar Lahu. So first of all, there's a question of exactly what the Gemara is talking about. Is Gemara talking about, did he finish eating? Or is Gemara talking about, he's in the middle of eating? So Rashi says, take a look at the the last Rashi in the wide line, Maushi Yachzer. Laacher Achilo Vishtiyo. Rashi says, after eating and drinking. You see Rashi? Rashi says, after eating and drinking. The question, the way Rashi is learning, is that after he finished eating and drinking, does he go now and make a bracha after he ate, after he finished eating? It's a little hard to hear, right? But that... Look with Rashi. You see that? You see that? Now, if you take a look at the gra on the page, on the daf right here, the gra changes. He says, no. What Rashi really means is in the middle of eating and drinking. Okay? So the gra amends and says that Rashi really should be read in other words, I started eating then I realized I didn't make a brach. So now, so should I go back now and I should I make a new brach? That's the question. Fine. So there are different ways of understanding. So once again, so he answers back, person who ate garlic, and garlic has a very strong smell, and his breath smells from it. So he should go back and eat more garlic so his breath should smell again. In other words, if he didn't make a bracha, and he still has food to eat, so make the bracha first. What's it? What do you? What do you, Why not? What do you? What's your shayla? Amravina hilkoch afilu gomer Even if you finish your meal, you should go back and make a bracha. Which, which, the reading of the Gemara makes more sense now that the first case is talking about what when it's in the middle, like like the gross says in Rashi, right? Because now the Gemara is asking. So Ravina is saying now hilkoch Ravina is saying, okay, you know what? It's, 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 it's uh, hard to maybe understand Ravina first. I feel You finished eating, and after you finished eating, oh, that was delicious. But you know what? Like, wait, I, I never made a bracha. Oh, okay, I'll make a bracha now. One second. But you, you, what do you make a bracha on? It's a bit on bracha rishayna now. Okay. The Tanya, where does he learn this from? Taval va'ola, person went. To be toivel, he went to the mikvah. All he got up from the mikvah. What does he say? I'm beliyasa. What does he say? Baruch Hashem ki dishom esvayis of itzivanu alatvilo. Makes a bracha on the tvilo. After he went, after he came up from the the tvilo. So what's the case we're talking about? Ah, so different ways of understanding. One way of understanding machlokes rishonim over here. Rashi Taisus. One understanding is talking about a valkari. So we learned earlier in Davchav. By Balkari, he should make a bracha. A person who had a flow, seminal flow, 
He should make a bracha back in the times of the Gemara, right? Yeah. What? Today's daf in Abhay Bay is in Babakama? Oh, really? Look at that. Okay. Okay, fine. So, um, in, in in the Taish is learning that we're talking about a ger. So, he's not able to make a bracha because he's not Jewish yet. So, he goes down, comes back up, he makes a bracha and goes back down again. Okay. But the truth is, it's interesting because in that case, he's still in the middle of it. Right? He's still in the middle of the process. Right? Ravina's case was, he's at the end. So they say to Ravino, no, in that case, he wasn't able to make a bracha yet. Whether he's the Balkari or he's the, he's the convert. Over here, he's a Gavra who is Chazi. But once he lost out in the bracha, he lost out in the bracha. What are you going to do? He lost out in the bracha. Finished. What are you talking about? What are you going to do? If, if, you, if you didn't make a bracha before you ate, you push it, cannot go make a bracha, Rishayna, after you finish eating. We will stop here.